Ball spa. You want good words? Data language. Talk real sports with a real man. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. And now, here's the be all, end all, know it all of high school, college, and pro sports. Aaron Skinny Cow with the Skinny on Sports. We're talking about practice, man. I'm the MVP. Good Garrison Financial Friday out there, Western Oklahoma. Welcome to the Skinny on Sports right here on 98.1 FM, the sports animal. Glad to have you along for the next hour with some college football at the end of the show. What's a successful weekend in Stillwater and Norman? Which game or games are you excited about watching this weekend? Nebraska. Man. Man. Is this what it feels like to be like the more successful brother <laughs> and just look at your screw up little brother or non-successful one and just shake your head like you keep on doing the same thing wrong, bro. Like, when are you going to get it together, bro? Are you ever going to get it together? <laughs> when are you going to get it right? Man, once again, Nebraska. Florida. I had a text last night during gonna, the. I was going to say, SEC. <laughs> we, we were all prepared to put on our SEC boxer shorts this morning, and it didn't happen. Yeah, I was. No. Uh, I didn't get to watch. Obviously, Jared and I didn't watch any of these live. And I, but during the game, I was told Utah might have three better quarterbacks than Florida does. Yeah, <laughs> including the two last night, obviously rising. Uh, high school football, Oof. Elks won, but what's going on tonight? And then you heard that voice. It is a Garrison Financial Friday. Scott's here, and we're gonna we're gonna do some investing. <laughs> investing. We're gonna do an investment game. You know how you used to do those in high school? <laughs> They'd give you a couple a class, a couple hundred bucks, and you'd invest in things for uh-huh. a semester. That's what we're gonna do this first semester. But we're gonna invest in college football teams against the line. That's a nice way of saying. Gamble. Gamble, yeah, right? That's not investing. <laughs> I did homework, Scott. Yeah. I got it written down. So we're gonna do that right off the top of the show. I everybody starts with a hundred bucks. And I we all use the same uh odds. And we were picking you can use your hundred however you want to. If you want to use it on one team, that's fine. If you want to use it on a bunch of teams, that's fine. Hey, and you and then you can like Jared, he was telling me if I filled out one of those risk aversion deals. I would be at the low end of the risk. Yeah, I'm not a risk taker when it well, comes to money. I think he's got like 20 teams I picked. spread it out. I spread it out. It's from here I up. picked eight. That is definitely. Two, four, six, eight, ten. I got 12. So <laughs> I, I picked eight. I got 12 teams. That's a, that's a, that's a well-diversified portfolio, <laughs> yeah. Jerry. <laughs> All right. That's how I roll in my household. <laughs> So we will get to that right here off the top. I've got to, I've got to send the link out. Don't forget, this is the last day for the Western Oklahoma Realty College Pick'em Contest. We're almost to 100. Almost. So close. Everybody's playing for second place. Yeah, I saw that. Like I said. And the good news is this year, after I win, somebody the second place <laughs> will get to win. They'll get to win since we can't anymore. This is what I got to work with yeah, right here. No doubt. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be me. <laughs> it's the first year that I've done it. I mean, now define win. Like like win the last place prize? No, that's all that's also winning. <laughs> it's oh. winning. This year it's winning. It's money in your pocket. <laughs> how many we need? How pull many a, more? Pull the Arizona Cardinals and see if we can tank the season. Ooh, they're trying, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> yes, they are. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> And what's what'll be crazy is that has to be the easiest head coaching the job right now. Who's their quarterback? Josh Dobbs. I don't know. Is he the one? That, I think he's the one they traded for, <laughs> yeah, right? That's they cut everybody. Yeah, yeah. And he'll he'll do something like Geno Smith did last year. Yeah. And they'll look around going, "Oh my God, really? <laughs> We're in the playoffs? <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> Caleb? He'll be like, he'll be like Tom Hanks. I'm so sorry, Caleb. <laughs> I love you, Caleb. And then they'll look. They're looking at like you know six five Caleb or whatever he is, and then 
their head will just slowly go down and see five six Kyler and go, <laughs> dang, <laughs> what a tough break that was. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, we got that little kid oh, at quarterback yeah. still. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> and why does he have a pot belly? <laughs> <laughs> why, are his, why are his thumbs all calloused <laughs> over? Yeah. Uh, poor Kyler. Poor Arizona. I wouldn't recommend it. But that, like I was saying, that's the easiest coaching job right now, right? They just hired this guy. They're going to fire him in one year. Is he a placeholder until Lincoln Riley is hired? Uh, Jonathan Gannon. I had to is look that up, who it is? I had to look up who it was. Oh, I thought it was Steichen. No, he went to uh, Indianapolis. Where's Jonathan Gannon from? He was one of the coordinators at Philly. Okay. A couple of those Philly guys got jobs. Shane Steichen and, and Gannon off I of last you. year's team. Oh yeah, Easiest he's, job. He's, he's like, hey, I, I lose. I'm okay. It's cleaning hell. Hey, no, nah, there's a there's an easier job in football. I promise you, it's right up here. It's called the seventh grade play caller for the for oh. the junior elks. That's <laughs> the easiest job I in football. You're gonna say the PA announcer. To cure, to cure, to cure. Let's change it up. Left, left. <laughs> That's the easiest job there is. Little razzle dazzle. Let's go. Yeah, we might even throw it to him yeah. this time. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyhow. Good morning. <laughs> I haven't pulled up the text line yet. Let's see. 225-9698 is the phone or the text line. You can play along with us if you would like. It is uh, Happy Dom McKinley. Happy Dom McKinley Day. Boy, I hope that's right. You know who Dominic McKinley is? I don't guess I do. He is a five-star defensive tackle from Louisiana that is making his choice today between the Sooners, the Horns, and the Aggies. The Sooners, the Horns, and the Aggies. Yeah, he's not from Louisiana. And he's from Louisiana. Wow. Yeah, how crazy is that? Wow. LSU not in the mix. I guess so. We Kelly might have, doesn't. Kelly might need to start recruiting a little bit better. It's, you don't see that very often. They don't get out of the boot very often. But this one apparently is going to. Nobody really knows. Some people think it's going to be the Sooners. Some people think it's going to be A and M. Texas seemed like the favorite, and then kind of. Hmm. I've heard it's down with between OU and Texas. And, yeah, and it, and he's what three o'clock our time. I think that's right. Three three thirty, and he has a game tonight. And if this means anything, Todd Bates is apparently going to be at the game tonight. At his announcement and the game. Why would the coach be there and then plan to stay there for the game? Hmm. If he wasn't going to pick OU. A lot of signs are pointing towards Norman. So, I don't know. Be, and and this could be the um, David Stone effect. Because before David Stone, there's a lot of lean towards Texas. And now since that, there's been a lot of smoke going towards OU. So Talk about lean towards Texas. Hey, does the national media ever pay attention to what happens after week four for Texas? No. <clears throat> I mean, ever? No. When was the last time... Texas wasn't picked in the top two of the Big 12 preseason. I think last That's year. A good honestly, question. last year, nobody really? had any faith in them last year. A lot, most people thought it was going to be OU and OSU. Yeah, that's true. You know? That's true. But, but we, to but your, you know what to your point, saying. though, we looked it up the other day. What do you think is the highest Texas has ever been ranked in the nine years of the college football playoff poll? Ah, that's a good question. I'm gonna say fifteenth, almost seventeenth. Yeah, and they've only been year. They've only been ranked like three of the nine years. <laughs> oh, but they're gonna they, yeah. they're gonna be in the playoffs. We were talking about you know important games for the playoff, and trying to find one that Texas has ever been in. No, they yeah no they're already done. Well, that's yeah kind of our point. Unless yeah. you, well, you know what? The most important game they've ever been in, as it was to the playoff, was 2019 when Joe Burrow came back and beat them. And that launched that mm. juggernaut mm-hmm. LSU team. Yep. They were at least on the field for an important game. <laughs> Feeling feisty. Hey, Jared, real quick before we start uh, doing the money thing, tell everybody one more time about the scam. The rodeo scam. The rodeo yeah, ticket the tickets. scam. Um, there was a fake <clears throat> link going around where you claiming this is where you can buy rodeo tickets. 
and it's not real. There's only one online source to buy tickets. It's elkcityrodeo.com. Uh, the statement they said said if you're paying 11 bucks uh, for seats or 15 for grandstand seats, you're paying too much and you're getting scammed. Basically, I don't know if they're if they're being scammed or scalped. That hasn't been really clear, but point is. They're either buying up tickets and reselling them, or or they're just not even real. And you don't want to give your information to this website. So elkcityrodeo.com, you can go over to Circle A. I know we're going to have a remote over there today. Yeah, three to five. Three to five. You can buy tickets there. And, in fact, I believe they have their box office open at the rodeo grounds where you can go and buy some tickets. But don't go to this. I mean, if you see it floating around, I haven't seen it personally. Not looking for it. Not even going to try it, but... ElkCityRodeo.com. If you want to buy some tickets online, that's the only way to do it. And we've provided that link on our socials. Simple as that. Just be very careful what you're clicking and who you're giving your information to. I mean, just just look out for it. Yeah, last it's, thing you want to do is go uh, go in there tonight with the, what you think is a ticket and have to sit on somebody's lap because they have the real one. Right. Probably not going to happen. And then, gonna rush like, home, and then rush home to check your bank account. <laughs> I mean, how about? I mean, here's the set. Here's the. What if you know you got two little kids? Go, hey, I buy. We're going to a rodeo, and they're excited. You get up there, and they're, sorry, sir, these tickets aren't real. Yeah, be terrible. You don't want to tell your kids, sorry. And no offense, in the grand scheme of everything that could happen to you by this, that would be the easiest one. Yeah. To deal with. Yeah. Yep. Sorry, yeah. children. Oh, somebody's got a cute name on the uh, Western Oklahoma Realty College Pick'em. Horns by forty nine, haha. <laughs> well, they don't get to live it up like Isn't that this cute? all the time. If you'd have continued out, you should have put and Dylan Gabriel didn't play. Right, there wasn't enough. Probably Played enough. Tight end at quarterback. <laughs> Just teasing. Listen, I'd be doing it too. I'm not gonna lie. For three hundred sixty five days. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's the whole point of winning that game. Absolutely. It all right, is. here we go. So here was the task. Everyone starts with a hundred bucks. Look through the conference championship odds of all five power conferences, and you could absolutely divvy up your $100 however you'd like. If you wanted to put all your eggs in one basket, you can do that. Or if you wanted to kind of spread the wealth, try to hit some home runs, maybe try to take some safe ones, you can do that as well. Uh, Jared clearly has picked the most teams out of the three of us jared might take the whole show (laughs) well we'll let him go first so and and just and see how fast scott and i may have have to talk like it's commercial there that we (laughs) to get to get everything in all right we'll start uh with the i i put this in like confidence of what of the uh conference uh does that make sense? Like conference, anyways. Like who you really think is going to win? Look at how you broke yeah, some of this but, down. Uh, so I don't. I didn't find a lot of sense to put a lot of money, if any, on Georgia because they're such heavy favorites. So if I wanted to see a little bit of return, I put ten bucks towards Alabama, another ten towards LSU. Okay, so hang on a minute. Let me pull up. Doing the odds? Yes, I'm get the odds. I got okay. it right here if you want them. I know it. Alabama's plus three hundred. Right. So you have ten dollars on Alabama. Correct. So if you win, that's you turn your ten into thirty. Into thirty. Thirty dollars. Three to one. I did the math wrong, so that's good. Okay, it's more than I got. What do you think you're going to get? Thirteen. I mean, I had to go to a calculator. Three to one. Yeah. Plus three hundred is three to one. So ten times three thirty. So don't look at this, Scott. Money guy. You're going to make fun of me. (laughs) (laughs) Scott's like, uh, you need to come down to me because your return ain't near as good as it ought to be. This is why you're on the show, Scott. (laughs) This is why I do go, yes, you're right. Scott had his eyes going different ways like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was trying to do the math like, okay, how much if this team and these teams won, what would my payout be? Which I'll do that later. LSU, another 10 bucks. So they're plus 450. So $45. There you go. Uh, then I went ten dollars toward in going to the Big Ten. I went ten dollars towards Michigan at plus one seventy, mm-hmm. so seventeen bucks. And uh, then I had um, another ten towards Ohio State, sixteen fifty. Okay, now we're spreading them out in the Big Twelve. You ready for this? Oh my! Did you uh, pick yeah, everybody? Yeah. <laughs> I got four teams, five bucks a piece to Can- uh, okay. Kansas State. Oh geez, it's plus five hundred. So twenty five. OU. Ooh, that's a little bit tougher. Seventeen fifty. Texas. 
You put $5 on Texas? Yeah, I did. Okay. Uh, what would that be? Well, don't worry about it because yeah. you're not going to win. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> you clearly have been listening earlier. Uh, okay. Uh, conference picks. And uh, probably my biggest payout, TCU, plus 1600 So 8 bucks on TCU. No, 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 no. 80. Sorry. 80. 80. Yeah, $1,600. In the ACC, I put 10 towards Clemson and another 10 towards Florida State. 1450 and 15 bucks. And then 5 bucks towards USC and 5 bucks towards – uh, UW, Washington. Okay, so you, you just essentially looked at the top of every conference and picked them. No, I didn't pick Oregon. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, but what I'm saying is, you're right. You were very risk averse in your in your selections. Outside of the Big Twelve, which nobody I'm not has, a gambling degenerate like you two, which are. nobody has <laughs> any idea what's going to happen in the Big Twelve. So you, that was your by far your biggest. Exactly. Payout. There's yeah. a lot. There's. I got you. Yeah. Hey, Nobody's judging you here other than you know, Scott, the, the money no. guy, is judging, <laughs> but I'm not. But I, I gave my explanation for Georgia. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, for those there's, that, so there's a little bit – there's the risk, right? Georgia's right. minus 115, so that means you're going to have to – you know, $11.50 to yeah, win 10. I have to play a lot of money towards that to that's right. have some money. But that's why I went with Bama and LSU. And, um, we mentioned the Big Ten, or Big 12. Uh, we we've – we think Michigan and Ohio State are the two to beat in the Big Ten. We wouldn't shock if whoever wins that one. And same thing with Florida State and Clemson. I lean Clemson, but everyone's leaning Florida State. I'm more of a show me what you got, Florida State. I'm changing mine on the fly when I no, get there. Go for it. And uh -oh. does in in USC? It listen. It's still the Pac-12. I know they have the flashy quarterbacks and 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 all of that. It's gonna be fun to watch. But there's still that USC defense that lingers. So that's why they only get five bucks from me. Okay, Scotty. Man, I, probably, you know, I probably should have made a change. I'm, I'm I'm putting more money on the one that I – anyway, go ahead. After last night, I didn't think – I mean, maybe Utah should get some consideration. Yeah, they ain't going to do it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> You're fine there. All right, so I'm up. You're I'm up. Not, I, I didn't uh, – I mean, wow, that is – I couldn't sleep last night. I, thought, I got homework. I forgot to do. <laughs> Man. I got to figure this out in the morning. What am I going to do you this? You really were, weren't you? You were that kid that stayed up all night long. <laughs> Just rolling. Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I was you, probably, you probably even took calculus in high school. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I did not. Oh, okay. <laughs> math is not my strong suit. That's why I hired people like you to handle this stuff. <laughs> okay, so I took... I, I actually the Big Twelve is the only conference that I split up. Okay, and I took I put ten on Oklahoma and I put ten on TCU. Okay, so you both you guys both in that same boat. Yep. So then uh, I went over and I am actually agreeing that uh, USC's defense isn't going to get it done. Okay, they're not going to get it done. So I actually am taking Oregon. So you got plus 300 with Oregon. Oh, see, see if Bo can get her done. Okay. All right. All right. So I got 20 bucks on Oregon. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I like it. <clears throat> well, I was going to do just 20 bucks all the way across the board. And, and then, then you decided, no, nah, I'm well, splitting TCU, up the big, yeah. you know, I don't know. I don't know. I'd like to I'd like to put 100 bucks on my Sooners and not worry about it, but I don't. That's really that where of, I thought you'd go. I don't have that kind of confidence. <laughs> <laughs> when, I, when I thought of this game, I thought, well, this is going to shorten the segment because Scott's just going to go 100 on OU plus 340. Yeah, <laughs> let it roll. Let's go. <laughs> I'm actually putting 20 bucks on North Carolina. Ah, interesting. Yeah. I, like your, I, like I like your thought there like, because yeah. here's the thing. They're plus 1,000. Exactly. Plus 1,000. Yeah. Yep. If I was a risk taker, I'd be right there so, with you. So I am. And then – this this one might shock you too. I'm putting twenty bucks on Wisconsin. They only have to win one game. Cue up on Wisconsin. They, you know what? The West of the Big Ten <laughs> is so, terrible. Honestly, it's so. I screwed the Big Ten up. The West of the Big Ten is terrible. Yeah, it is. So they only did have you watch to, that pillow fight last night? All they got to do is win the championship. Minnesota and Nebraska. Jeez, that's a better move than what I did. It's it really is. That's a better move. Now I'm jealous. <laughs> now I'm jealous of what Scott just did there. Okay, so I went $10. I didn't go Ohio State, Michigan either. I went 10 of my dollars 
on Penn State plus 600, but that was stupid because they're in the same. But yeah, here's the they thing. Got, they got to win two out of three. They got to win. But, well, but if they get there, they they're probably the, better, yeah, probably the better team <laughs> than whoever the hell they play for <laughs> the West. That's true. If they can just get there. And they can get there. But like you said, though, Wisconsin has a way better chance of getting there. And then one with game. a full roster, <clears throat> yeah, plus yeah. seven fifty, plus six. God, I'm probably, I'm, I messed that one up. I also did not trust USC and that defense. I took a little bit of a flyer in the Pac-12. I put ten of my dollars on Oregon State it. plus eleven hundred. No, yes, he I did. did. He's been high on the Beavers. Ah, listen, DJ Uyongalele can't be that bad, can he? <laughs> Here's one that it was hard to write down on a piece of paper. I don't know what's going to happen. Like Georgia, it's not worth spending money on them, minus, 11, minus 115. So I went to the other side of the conference, and I was looking for, okay, what if Bama doesn't have a quarterback? What if LSU is overhyped? Who's next? And I actually put $10. You picked you pick the Aggies. I did. Plus, four, plus 1400 10 of my dollars went to a and In the Big 12... It's an absolute crapshoot. And so I looked down through who has the most odds that I think could do it. And to me, that was an easy choice. Plus 4,000 with Oklahoma State. Who knows? But at, at plus 4,000, you can have 10 of my dollars. That's a good point. Just in case. That's a good point. Uh, let's see. It's who a better else? pick than Oregon State. <laughs> <laughs> and way better odds. Way larger odds. There you go. Uh, I also drank a little bit of the Mac Brown Kool-Aid for 10 of my dollars at UNC plus 1000 I've got the Sooners at uh, $10 at plus 340 since I picked them to win the conference the other day. I felt like I had to spend some money. Originally, I had Clemson for 10 and I thought, and as Jared was talking, I was like, that's stupid. It's four plus 145 No, 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 no. So I'm going to move that Clemson dollars, and now instead of 30 I'm going to have $40 on Bama, because when is the last time you got plus three hundred on Bama winning the that's, SEC? That's a good point. Uh, never. That's Maybe Saban's point. first year. So just because of the value, you finally normally Bama is the one that's minus. Yeah, yeah. And you get plus three hundred, three to one odds. And Saban's been cocky. That's what I love Saban about it. Has been I, cocky. I picked him to win the national championship because of Saban and being just chilled out, cool, no big deal. Yeah. He knows something we don't know. I know. It's Jalen Milrow. Hey, you remember the last time he was like this? Nobody knew who the quarterback was going to be, who we're going to pick. It's going to be this guy. It's going to be that guy. You remember who he picked? Another Jalen. Oh, wow. Hurts as a true freshman. And all he did was get him to, I mean, Deshaun Watson away from winning a national title. Yeah. Joining Jamel in that group of freshman national title quarterbacks. So, yeah, Saban seems way too comfortable. Way too lovey-dovey. I don't think I'd ever want to play. If only Deshaun had gone and gotten a massage. So <laughs> yeah, they'd had him. He probably game. did, and they covered it up at Clemson. <laughs> I don't think I'd ever want to play poker against Saban. No. Like, why are you grinning? What, is, what do you know? What do you got? Yeah, he'd be pretty what good. You, what's, what kind of cards you got? I don't think that you'd ever play poker. Oh, have yeah, you I've ever played, gambled? Yeah. Fold. I mean, look at it. <laughs> yeah. this. I don't know if you've ever gambled. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Penny poker? Like like you guys pull out oh, the jars We would jars have poker of, night in college, and we would play. The jars yeah. would change? I don't know. I mean, I don't know what we bet. We bet <laughs> money. I can't remember what the stakes were. Of course, then a package of ramen was a big deal, so, <laughs> you know. If you had a good hand, you'd, you'd put push all in with the mac and cheese microwavable <laughs> ones that were really good. We would play. Everybody would play, and we would even let some of the girls play. And there's this one girl that oh, would, oh, like, I get that it kind now. Of poker. I get it now. No, it wasn't <laughs> that kind of poker. I promise you. But we can never read her, and then I'm probably was like, well, maybe that's a lesson in life, Jared. You can't read a woman's face. There, you can't under you can't get past her poker face. Yeah, I'm still trying it's, to figure. Uh, yeah. I gotta just. <laughs> I'm like I'm like reading through the book of James now, holding my tongue. <laughs> I have so many things I want to say. I'm just not going to say them. <laughs> oh, oh, heavens. Dear. All right, Scott, what's going on down at Garrison Financial? Oh, we're just having a good time. We're getting together with clients and, and uh, helping them navigate the waters. Uh, 
might not be quite as diversified as Jared's portfolio is over here. <laughs> yeah, come see me if you want to get. <laughs> oh no, we're we're having a good time. We're helping people make their money work more efficiently. Lots of great opportunities out there to to make your money work in a, in a very efficient manner at this point in time. So, come down and holler at me uh, if you need a plan. If you don't have a plan. Um, just come on down and, and let's take a look. Let's see what we can do. Scott at Soonerwealth.com. 124 North Main Street is his address. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you stopping yeah, by. Yeah, you guys have a great weekend. It's going to be a fun one. Going to be a fun one. Yeah. College football is back. Oh, we. Do you have anything on the menu for the Sooner game tomorrow? I got a brisket thawing out right do now. Do you really? Uh, I knew it. I knew you'd have something special for us. All right, when we come back. We'll talk about last night, the Big Elks, high school football coming up today. And, of course, we'll eventually make our way into the weekend of college football as well. Skinny on Sports right here on a Garrison Financial Friday. Hello, my name is Scott Garrison. You may remember me as Scott the Barber or just as Ron and Carla's son. I've been involved in our community since opening Scott's Barbershop on the southeast corner of 3rd and Main in 1998. Now I'm back in the same building as Garrison Financial. I started investing in my 20s. I invested through the dot-com crash and the Great Recession. I started caring for other people's money in 2018, and I truly enjoy sitting down with my clients, understanding their wants and needs, as well as what keeps them up at night. Whether my friends just want me to invest a little of their savings or want me to work with their tax and legal professionals to strive towards optimal efficiency, we can do it all. I believe communication is key to helping my clients reach their goals. For if we are faithful over a few things, we shall be given more. Contact me at scott at soonerwealth.com. Securities offered through registered representatives of Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a broker-dealer member FINRA and SIPC. Advisory services offered through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Garrison Financial and Cambridge are not affiliated. This communication is strictly intended for individuals residing in the states of Colorado, Nevada, Oklahoma, in Texas. No offers may be made or accepted from any resident outside the specific states referenced. Cambridge does not offer tax and legal advice. The Skinny on Sports. Yeah, they say this guy scratches himself better than he throws a ball. Welcome back. Skinny on Sports right here on a Garrison Financial Friday, 98.1 FM, the sports animal. As you heard from Scott, man, he can do it all. He can make you a plan, full financial plan. He'll shop the open markets, bring you your best value on your life insurance and your investments. Scott at SoonerWealth.com, 124 North Main Street, right here in Elk City. It's Garrison Financial Friday with Scott. All right, Jared, last night, to the uh, one of the first three Thursday night football games for the Big Elks. Bridge Creek came to town. It was a game that I think uh, both of us assumed would be a bit of a snoozer. And, uh, you know, the game would be well in hand by the time the halftime show started. And that's just not the way it went. As uh, Bridge Creek came out, they were the more aggressive team. They were the more hungry team. They were the team that appeared that they wanted uh, to be there a little bit more than what the Big Elks were. And it, and it kind of showed in the play. Um, you know, it, it felt like the the entirety of the first half was played in Elk City territory, no matter who had the ball. Uh, the Elks finally kind of gained some traction there at the latter stages of the second quarter, hitting a couple of big pass plays. Cole Bowie was awesome, scoring all four touchdowns, three through the air, receiving one on a pick six on the defensive side, which was the only score for quite a while in that game by either side. Uh, the Elks do win 28-8, to run the record to 2-0. and uh, But I think in the back of everybody's mind, was watching the the performance and watching the product on the field. I think it was pro- I think it was impossible not to think ahead to what a performance like that looks like the next two Fridays and even quite honestly to start the district over in Clinton. Yeah, I will try not to be too pessimistic, but I'm trying to be optimistic, to be honest with you. And the stuff that I thought was going against the Elks last night were kind of, dare I say, self-imposed. Um, knowing who the opponent was, so not able to get up for the game. It being on a Thursday night, so you had a short week to prepare. Knowing you didn't have school the next day, so maybe a lack of focus. You had some key players uh, sitting out for precautionary reasons, some key starters, Garbarino namely, all of that. But I say all that, not trying to inject excuses, but 
and I said it last night, this program is at a different standard where all of that shouldn't matter, where it should come out. You should still perform. You should uh, put your foot on, on the throat of a team that you should be easily handling. Give Bridge Creek a lot of credit, though. They came out inspired. I thought they had – I was – kind of kind of eye-opener for me was how much they they had some experience a lot based on their classifications of some certain players but and I say it I say this all the time when you are a heavy favorite you cannot let the underdog hang around because that's when they start to believe they start to get inspired like I just said and and you 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 know gives themselves a chance to win so um you know back to the drawing board even in a win didn't feel like it didn't feel good about it. Back to the drawing board, hit the reset button, and prepare for a tough gauntlet of uh, games the next uh, three outings. Yeah, I think it, as much as anything to me, it's a compliment to where this program has come. That's kind of what I was talking about last night. Yeah. To win 28 to 8. Never really in danger of losing that game after halftime. A three touchdown win, and it's and it's like the feeling is you lost. That's a hell of a long way from twenty two straight losses. Just what three years ago, right? You know, and yeah. so that's a it's a huge compliment, I think, in a lot of ways to be pretty disappointed about the performance in a three touchdown win when. Right. Uh, from from where this program has come, but but it's also that's the expectation you get when you start to reset what the standard is, mm-hmm. and I and I don't think well they're watching the film right now. I, I that's not going to be fun, no whatsoever up there right now. And but at the same time, I also think when you when you saw the at the end of the game, Daniel even referenced it. You know with the with what's happened in the post game on the field with the students and the football team wasn't really interested in any sort of celebration. To me, that's a good sign that lets, that lets me know that what happened last night in, even in the, the players' minds, obviously, if you listen to the, po- you know, with Zach, he was frustrated as all get out and, and disappointed in the performance, but, it, but it, to see that reaction by the, by the players themselves, that lets you know that they realize that ain't good enough. And that's not – it was good enough to, to beat that team, but it's not going to be good enough to get us anywhere near what our expectations are as a team later on down the road. And it's and it's got to be better in order for, for those goals that, have, that were set by that team uh, going into the year to even get close to being accomplished. Let's be clear that – and I, I just want to get this out there publicly – Yes, disappointed in the 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 performance in a win. Again, weird to say, but and it has kind of that hollow feeling walking away like, man, one, but it could have I don't want this to overshadow how awesome Cole Bowie was last night. That's true. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He showed up, he showed out, he did he carried the big elks last night. And that how what everything we're saying should not overshadow the fact that he was awesome. On both sides of the ball, and almost it felt like every other play we were saying his name. That's uh, that's what I was going to say in the first quarter, quarter and a half, heck, first half. It, it didn't. It seemed like it didn't matter who had the ball. We were saying if something good happened for the Elks, his name was mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he playing a different position defensively uh, due to, to uh, Cooper not being in there, and then also if you notice, Alex Cup was back there at a safety spot. Due to some missing guys up front, that means Garza had to come down as an outside linebacker. Alex had two picks uh, as well uh, on on the defensive side. So, but it, it but even it just it it seemed like Cole was trying to get every to raise everybody else's mm-hmm. emotional level up, and it just fell flat. Like he, even he just couldn't get everybody else to to come along uh, and play. With, with the emotion and, and with the with the heart that he was, you know what I mean. Yeah, it, yeah. it just he it felt like he was trying, um, but it, it just was one of those nights. And, and listen, well, it's like when there was something about to get going, 
after a first down play, 10, 12 yard pass, whatever, and then boom, false start. Boom, fumbled snap. Boom, and then you're going backwards. You're suddenly behind the sticks again on a third and long. Yeah, it, it was it was just one of those nights with the the way the game went. Where you're right. I mean, it would come out what third quarter, very first play. Jaden had been completely shut out of the first half. Gets ten yards, and you're like, okay, next play. He's got a hole, and it's a false start. You, you know, it, it's just. It was one of those that the offense just simply never got on track. But credit Bridge Creek. And here's the deal. The Elks are going to see this a, a blueprint, if there wasn't already one out there from Cushing last year. I mean, I get that there's some different things going on this year as far as the the, the motions and, and kind of from the the pistol, getting a couple steps back away from the, from the line of scrimmage to try to let things be able to develop or whatever. But a blueprint is out there now on how to discombobulate this offense. And so the challenge for the players and, and obviously the coaches as well is to use this to their advantage and take it in and, and make people pay for playing the way that Bridge Creek did last night. We saw it in glimpses. You know, it, I mean, heck. Coach Nichols called the play on that fourth down. Like, they're, man, their linebackers are coming up. Uh, uh, the middle is wide open. And sure enough, Cole's in the, in the slot, and he runs like a little square in. He beats, his, he beats the safety trying to cover him, and there's nobody left. It's over. See, a touchdown. Nobody's catching him. You know, and those are the things. You know, we, uh, we saw a, a screen or two work to the outside. So I mean, there, there's there's clearly things that were they're being worked on and adjusted to what Bridge Creek was doing, and you also wonder, you know, even as as frustrating as it was, still at three touchdowns, how much do you really want to show what you've got to counter that stuff? Yeah, here's something else. I think for the first time, even even going back to last year, there's a target on this team's back. That's right. They they are the preseason district favorites. They are a top five team in most polls, if not all. Everybody, there's no secret about Elk City anymore. There, there, there's no secret about them. They, they're, they've gone to two back-to-back semifinal appearances in Class 4A. Now everybody wants to knock off this team. Everyone's like, okay, they're, they're one of the top teams in 4A. We better be ready for them. We're going to go get them. We're going to go shock them. So there's going to be that, – that's just not from last night. This is going to be every – game moving forward oh wait till it's the district exactly when you're the defending district champion and especially a couple of teams that reside right here on this interstate that were beaten by the elks in the same season for the first time in decades no there's no doubt it's it's a different feeling and and the thing about it is it's also a different team when you lose 18 seniors off the previous two You've got guys trying to figure out their roles, trying to step up into those shoes that need to be filled. And it's going to take time. We've said that from the very, very beginning. It's going the team that's at the end, the team that goes up to Taft Stadium at John Marshall in week 10 ain't going to be the one you saw last night. That's it's just right. not it's not. It's going to be improved from there. The question is how much improvement can be made. And I'll just go back to the fact that we're, we're sitting, it's 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 crazy to think with where this program has come in a very 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 small amount of time to feel like a twenty point win was a loss, but that's kind of the way it felt last right. night with just the way the way things went. But still two and zero, and now the game that a bunch of a bunch of the kids, a bunch of the fans, a bunch of the, the Texas Panhandle has been waiting to see. <laughs> is now next on the docket, so you can start thinking about Canadian. That'll be next Friday night out there in the Texas Panhandle. Ought to be a fun one. All right, tonight, I think most eyes will be in a couple of locations, at least in 4A. Uh, you know, Weatherford hosting King, uh, Kingfisher. Kingfisher's beaten 20 to nothing by Clinton last week. Weatherford coming off a loss. I'd be pretty shocked if the Eagles don't bounce back and, and get one in the win column tonight at home on Woody Roof Field against King I'll Fisher. be shocked if C.J. Nixon's held the one catch again. I yeah. don't think that's happening. They'll get it going. Uh, I think they're going to be just fine. And then McGinnis comes to the Tornado Bowl in Weatherford. I am 
fascinated to see what happens in this one. Yeah, me too. Well, we were joking earlier about what the Oklahoman would pick, and they, I mean, I'm taking the under if there's any kind of a bet there. They picked McGinnis 42 to 35. Yeah, I saw that. I don't think uh, that's a thing. I uh, think both I teams either. play really good. I, I suspect McGinnis plays really good defense, disciplined defense. We saw last week what Clinton can do with their defense and how physical they can be. This is in the Tornado Bowl. Uh, I think it's going to be one of those slobber knockers, fourteen to ten type <laughs> finals. Way. Either way, I I'm interested in Clinton. I'm interested. Can they use what they did against a so-so Kingfisher team to get better against what we think is a really good five A team in McGinnis? Even if the Oklahoma doesn't think so, we think so. I'm interested in them. I'm, let's see if the defense can slow down McGinnis enough where Clinton's offense, it took them a half to get going. If they can get going early with their run game, well, we could have a really good game tonight. Yeah, they got the three-headed monster at the running back spot. Uh, Contavion Hill, last week it was Zayden Collins. Uh, I think 18 carries, 204, and a couple of touchdowns, including a 75-yarder. And then Darren Hester as well is back there. So, you know, it's, Clinton's got uh, – I think they only threw two passes. Sully only threw one. The other was a yeah. halfback pass really by Hill. That was yeah. they, were, they didn't have any yards. They no. Were three, no. Like 374 on the ground, zero passing. But guess what? I'm sure that, that uh, Coach Higby don't mind that. Well, if I was looking at box score and they see that stat and they see it's next to the C in Clinton, like, yeah, no okay. shocker there. Mm-hmm. That's all they do is run. Uh, elsewhere, right here on Paragon TV tonight – You've got the Merritt Oilers looking to bounce back off of an opening season loss against Hinton last week. They'll be on the road at Cordell. That's 7 o'clock. James will have the call there with the Oilers and the Blue Devils. And then also down in Class B, the Hollis Tigers get their season started tonight at Wilson. So the Tigers get things going on Paragon TV. Also a 7 o'clock start for Hollis at Wilson, that was a game that Hollis won easily a year ago uh, against Wilson. So a couple of different options on Paragon TV tonight for the high school football. Also, real quick, before we take a break and get into the college stuff, congratulations to Coach Murray and his Elkettes. Huge week this week, knocking off Woodward, and then yesterday beating Bethany one to nothing. Aubrey Pogue threw a one-hitter at the Lady Broncos, and so Elk City now alone in second place behind Weatherford in the race for the top two in the district. Those top two will host regionals in a couple of weeks. We'll be back here on the Garrison Financial Friday. Hello, my name is Scott Garrison. You may remember me as Scott the Barber or just as Ron and Carla's son. I've been involved in our community since opening Scott's Barbershop on the southeast corner of 3rd and Main in 1998. Now I'm back in the same building as Garrison Financial. I started investing in my 20s. I invested through the dot-com crash and the Great Recession. I started caring for other people's money in 2018, and I truly enjoy sitting down with my clients, understanding their wants and needs as well as what keeps them up at night. Whether my friends just want me to invest a little of their savings or want me to work with their tax and legal professionals to strive towards optimal efficiency, we can do it all. I believe communication is key to helping my clients reach their goals. For if we are faithful over a few things, we shall be given more. Contact me at scott at soonerwealth.com. Securities offered through registered representatives of Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a broker-dealer member FINRA and SIPC. Advisory services offered through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Garrison Financial and Cambridge are not affiliated. This communication is strictly intended for individuals residing in the states of Colorado, Nevada, Oklahoma, and Texas. No offers may be made or accepted from any resident outside the specific states referenced. Cambridge does not offer tax and legal advice. How much you want to make a bet I can throw a football over the mountains? The Skinny on Sports. That's what I'm talking about. Welcome back. Skinny on Sports, 98.1 FM, the sports animal. Wrapping up at Garrison Financial Friday. A little college football. What's a successful weekend, Jared, in Norman? And in Stillwater. Win and look good. Don't let these teams hang around you. There's no reason they should. Absolutely no reason. These are layups. They need to come out. The good spots need to shine. The question marks, uh, we need to walk away positive saying, okay, that was a question last year. They made some offseason acquisitions and, and hopefully see if they got improved there, and they did. Or we, It appears that they did. There, there's really no reason to go into the second quarter up three to nothing. They should take care of these teams. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm, it should just be one of those pageantry days in Stillwater and Norman 
where everyone's walking away from a win go oh that was good that was good oh man the new running back look at all that stuff you're feeling good about the season we shouldn't feel like a OU versus Tulane a few years ago yeah that could have been a loss you see what I'm saying so that that that's what I'm looking for just in that that's a successful weekend for me yeah for both of them look good just look good no injuries obviously it'd be nice you can't control that kind of stuff but here's like in norman for instance just reading this from locked on sooners account on uh twitter arkansas quarterback jt shrout has a career completion percentage of 46.7 for his career he's thrown 12 touchdowns and 11 picks what does that tell me if arkansas state gets in double fig- double digits points that's not good and I know there could be extenuating circumstances to that, you know, if if the offense fumbles inside the ten or so, you know, that, that there can be ways where, okay, you can you can kind of see it, yeah. But just in the normal run of play with what Arkansas State has athletically against Oklahoma, that defense needs to show up. And I mean, that's one of the- uh, like 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 seventeen. I don't care how it happens, unless the, their defense scores seventeen is unacceptable, right? Absolutely unacceptable number. I want to see, if we're going to get specific with OU anyways, the secondary. There's been times we've seen the passing games like this where uh, wideouts are, are wide open and a quarterback just didn't make a throw, and you go, boy, against a team that can throw it, that's going to be a problem. You know, I want to see what the what the secondary looks like, the corners especially. Yeah, and I, I mean, and they're I'm, not going up against all world wide receivers. Well, right? I'm on the but, other side of that. They, they, should, the only way they could be able to move the ball is to throw it. There's no way they should be able to run the ball in Oklahoma, right? I completely agree there. I mean, this should just be a mismatch athletically up, up in Stillwater. You know, I, I want to see. I, re, you know, who I really want to see. I know, I, I, I can't remember. I, I said Chetron or somebody yesterday. Or Ollie Gordon, I guess is who it was. You know who I really want to see? Hmm. I really want to see how much Garrett Rangel has developed. Because I think he's going to be the quarterback. Do you? Yes. Yes, I do. I think he's going to be the quarterback. I want to – you know, I I mean, Bowman's going to start. It's nice to have him, obviously, as some some experience, even though he hasn't played in like three years. But I want to see how much he's developed. Because it's not Zane Flores' job yet. The, the young kid from Nebraska. It's not he's not apparently ready, and I don't think anyone feels like Gundy can do the job. So that leaves it on Garrett Rangel's shoulders, and we saw some good and we saw some bad from him last year. I, I, I'm I want to see even though even in a test like this, where he's at, and how long it's going to take for him to take the reins of this offense. Basically, like is he gonna is he gonna show out to a level of all right, thanks, Alan. Appreciate that. Um, Garrett's going to start next week at Arizona State. I'm I'm, I'm yeah. interested by that. Um. By the way, I don't think we've mentioned it. We mentioned this off air. What what is that? What was that uh, show? Was it Lamb Chop? The song that never ends. This is a song that never oh, ends, right, right. Yeah, yeah. and it goes on and on, my friends. <laughs> that is <laughs> what that is what conference realignment has been this summer. Because oh, I you were talking about Nebraska, no, Nebraska too. <laughs> That'll come up in a second. Uh, but Stanford, Cal, SMU have been voted into the ACC. Twelve out of the fifteen ACC members voted yes. Um, do you know, can you guess what three said no? Said no to bringing these in? Yes. You can guess them. A, uh, Clemson, Florida State, Miami? North Carolina. Oh, North Carolina. Yep. Clemson, Florida State, North Carolina. The three that were throwing fits about money. Yeah. And not getting enough. Yeah, should have made They'd sense. be the ones, yeah, that yeah. voted. Ah, we don't want to split more money with them. Right. But they have been voted in. So, 2024, everything's going haywire. Well, you are catching a bunch of flack about not playing fantasy football with us no anymore. No one asked on me this year. Line. No one asked me this year. Well, you quit last year. I, I didn't, didn't quit. I couldn't make the live draft because I had uh, a prior engagement that I paid money to go to that. Sorry. It's not bothering you. 
They're just trying to get under your skin. Will oh, it wow. work? No, it's not going to work. <laughs> Jerk faces. <laughs> Which games are you most interested in this weekend outside of OU and OSU? Uh, this is going to sound this is going to sound weird, but um, just uh, well, how about um, Neon's debut at Colorado? Um, by the way, put all the money on TCU. Just a twenty and a half favorite. It feels like they should blow them out of the water. But interested to see what what kind of iteration of Colorado shows up. Uh, in Fort Worth. That could be a fun one. Uh, I'm always going to have my eye on USC, in particular USC's defense. Does Nevada score points on them like San Jose State was able to do last week and move the ball and, and, and all that? So I'm interested to see that. <laughs> oh, Drew's got receipts. <laughs> okay. I'm not a quitter. I didn't quit. Good lord! Uh, they've been. This has obviously been a planned attack on you. Feels like it. It does. It now that no. Listen, I we. I, I, I'm not going to get into it. I'm not getting into it. Okay. What else? He has my number. Um, North Carolina, South Carolina. Yeah, seems fun. And uh, LSU, Florida State. There's some obvious answers here. Clemson, Duke. I did write one down that I think a lot of OSU fans are going to keep an eye on. South Alabama at Tulane. Yeah, that's that's a sneaky really I, I don't I don't think people realize how good South Alabama might be. I mentioned that yesterday in our worst case best case scenario, mm-hmm. South Alabama can beat OSU on a good night. And that game is at South, South Alabama, am I right? What? No. No, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Surely not. I'm wrong. Uh, but they're only Tulane's only a six-point favorite against South Alabama. I heard this somewhere. I, I love to give credit where credit's due. I, I'm not taking credit for this, but they bring back a lot of players from a team that I think won like ten games last year. Yeah, I think that was Todd yesterday, maybe with Mark. I was like, it was like a week and a half ago. Okay, so he was this. he was talking about this game as In well. Fact, I think it was Jim who said it. Could have been. Yeah, Jim's been talking about the Jaguars. Of South Alabama for so, a little bit too. because of their because of South Alabama's future game with OSU Tulane that coming off the win against USC in the Cotton Bowl they might be overlooking South Alabama to go to Ole Miss watch out South Alabama so that game at seven o'clock tomorrow might have my interest here's why you remember them they went ten and two end up ten and three after the bowl game they almost beat UCLA last year how did UCLA beat that's right. And end up losing 32-31. That's right. Yeah, the Jaguars yeah. in South Alabama. I can't I, – I mean, honestly, the Florida State LSU, that's an easy answer. But I am super intrigued with North Carolina, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. It'll be, the uh, honestly, the first time a lot of people have seen Drake May. Yeah. The line's flipped, by the way. It opened – South Carolina's a favorite. Now it's flipped back to North Carolina. What? Yeah, it opened – South Carolina as like a point and a half favorite. And now North Carolina's favorite? North Carolina is a two and a half point favorite. So I guess a lot of the money came in for... Really? Yeah. I, I'm going to have to check on the uh, Western Oklahoma Realty College Pick'em line does for that, us. Does it stay... Ours doesn't change. It, it stays at the... Um, whatever it came whatever at. It whatever it at. came at is what it stays at. All right, let they, me check that. I've got it right here. I've already got it pulled up. North Carolina getting a point and a half. Maybe I read that wrong. Who's favorite now? North Carolina's at two and a half. Minus? Yes. Yeah, so this line has flipped four points. It went Did from, you just say South Carolina? No, no. North Carolina plus 1.5 in our game. Okay. And now North Carolina's minus two and a half. You said plus? Plus. Oh, yeah, now it's minus two and a half. So that's four points. Right, right, right. Here's a free tip for everybody playing the college pick them. Now, it's not always going to work this way. There's times where it doesn't. But I'm going to tell you right now, when in the course of the week you see a change like that, it ought to tell you something. This should be – everyone should pick the same team on this one if you're paying any attention to any of that. You should pick, Everyone should pick the same team. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to explain what that means. I'll just give you that free tip. 
I'll explain it on Monday what I meant by that. How about that? When you hit on it? Well, just I don't care who wins. <laughs> no, no, here's the deal. Because you may not always win in this in this situation, but when you're getting that many points worth of value, you have to pick one of those two teams. You have to. And if it doesn't work out, you do the same thing next time, and it's going to work out way more often than it doesn't. What games are you interested in? North Carolina, South Carolina, maybe even more than LSU and Florida, or LSU and Florida State. I, I, I that's a fascinating game to me. Uh, I would love to see West Virginia give Penn State a fight. I just don't know if it's going to happen. I, I want to watch Penn State though, because I think Penn State is really good. Drew Aller at quarterback, I think changes the dynamic of that team. If he's as good as he was, you know, if he lives up to the recruiting hype, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I think that Penn State could be, they're the team nobody's really talking about that's preseason in the top 10 because of Ohio State and because of Michigan. And that, I think they're in a good spot. And that, yeah, I mean, there's a little intrigue with Prime, even though I think they're going to get absolutely mud-holed. Absolutely mud hold. And then and then I know it's not against the best competition on either team, but two of the biggest boys in the sport. We don't have any idea if they have a quarterback. Ohio State and Alabama. And Alabama. And even to some extent Georgia. Even though I think we all think the rest of Georgia's team is good enough to where that doesn't necessarily matter. And there's always intrigue down in Austin. What does that team look like? Right. There's always that. For anybody that, you know, lives in this state and roots for either OSU or OU, you're always kind of looking down south to see what's going on. Mm -hmm. So there's, I mean, even though this, there's not really, oh yeah, there is, Florida State and LSU. But doesn't it seem like there's usually three or four of those big, either home games for somebody or even the more than one really big neutral site game, at least with one team. It's kind of lacking that, it feels like, a little bit this year. I think that's been put on pause until conference realignment Probably settles so. down. But Every even when that settles down, we kind of hinted at, talked about this last night, was why schedule those big non-conference games when you got to go through a gauntlet of a – conference like the new sec like the new big 12 like the new big 10 now the new acc right yes so expect a lot of um mains and you know arkansas pine bluffs and all those yeah i, I think that's the i hope that's not true and here, oh, i hope it's not true either i just because i, I hope I, I hope when the when i mean the, the playoff people are meeting here in the next week today next week or so mm -hmm. and i hope that let's just whatever you know with, with 12 i really kind of hope there's no automatics and you get to uh just the 12 best teams that opens it up for the possibility to have those right right then th those out of those out of conference matchups might continue because you have to have a, a you know the schedule is going to matter a little bit more if everybody's in the same pot, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Picking out from. So I, that's what I hope happens. I'm going to guess that's wishful thinking. And we're going to get a lot of Maine, Furman, Citadel, you know, whoever. Name your doormat. Yeah. But Afraid we so. shall see. Don't forget. So right now, at this point, you have 25. No, you have less than that. You've got 24 hours and let's call it 50 minutes to get signed up for the Western Oklahoma Realty College Pick'em. We are so close to 100. We have added five more as we've talked here this morning. Just six shy of 100. Let's get there. I'll uh, fire out that link again on our Facebook page, Skinny on Sports. If you know my number or if you want to text this text line and get the link, we'll send it to you that way as well. Skinny on Sports. Western Oklahoma Realty College Pick'em Contest all throughout the year, but you have to start picking 
tomorrow. It's free. You win 400 bucks. If you win, 200 for second, 100 for third. And as you mentioned to Scott earlier, if you get last and pick every game, you still get 100. That's free money, man. And I, I dare Easy somebody money. to try to miss them all. Just <laughs> someone, see how you someone do. Someone will try and we'll get one. Everybody have a great weekend. You've been listening to the Skinny on Sports podcast with Aaron Cow. Be sure to hit that subscribe button to get alerts of when the latest podcast is available. Thanks for listening. That ball is blistered to right. Way.